Families have a lot going on. Let Ollie help manage the mental load with new cognitive help supplements for everyone four and up, like delicious Lolly Focus Pops or Lolly Mellow Pops for kids. And for parents, try three new Brainy Chews to help you focus, chill out, or get energized. Find these cognitive health buddies for the whole fam at ollie.com. That's O-L-L-Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Reality Radio for a really great future. We're talking real money. Wow, it's another talking real money video and audio? I thought we just did one yesterday. We'll do another one today. Hi, I'm Don McDonald. Tom Cock is hanging out over there. He's in the Bellevue, Washington office. I'm in the Virginia curtain room, white void room. I don't know where I'm going to be next time. I have Get no idea. out of the shower. I have well, no idea where I'm going to be. Maybe we should be glad you're in the shower. I don't know. So, uh-huh. um, We're here to talk about money, how you spend it, save it, but particularly how you invest it. And a lot of the advice that is provided by folks in this industry really stinks. Either it is way, 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 way too complicated. It's like, wow, you, you gotta, you gotta, you gotta have a, a volume of uh, books or volumes of books to learn their systems or, or it's incredibly stupidly simple, like maybe too simple. We, we believe that there is, that the truth lies somewhere between the extremes. It's not that simple. It's not ridiculously complicated. It sounds like our political system a little bit, somewhere in the Oh, oh it's a lot, it's life, little, basically. Little, yeah. I mean, it's, not it's life. Over there, over there. Life, is, life should be lived somewhere between the extremes. And those of you who are extremists in anything, really should try to find your way to the middle. Oh, this is a whole different program now. <laughs> well, no, that was money. I'm talking about money. Okay. You, 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 wanna, right. you don't want to be a trader. Mm, got it. Over here. And you don't want to just be in, quote, this is what a lot of the advice is. You see that Buffett gives this advice. Just be in an, in an index fund. And when they say an index fund, they're always implying what? The S&P 500. Right. Well, okay, and this comes from an article. The title was, The Advice Just Invest in an Index Fund is Worthless. Well, so I'm gonna that's take a little umbrage. extreme. I'm going to take umbrage with that. Because, with the title. Yeah, yeah, the title. Because what that what you're telling people is, in, in my mind, subtly, you need to go find something better. Mm-hmm. Now, here's what we do know about index funds. They're going to be lower cost than actively managed funds. You're not going right. to pay commissions on them. The expected return of almost any index fund is going to be better than an actively managed fund due to the previously mentioned expenses, generally. And here's the other one. Generally, an index fund is going to be more diversified than an actively managed fund. Remember, an actively managed fund has somebody saying, well, I don't want to own Tesla anymore because it went from 17 to 695. It's going to go down where an index fund is going to hold all those securities. So in a general sense, I think this poor advice, but let's dive into it a little bit because yeah, if you just called us on talking real money and asked what, if you had to own one fund, what would it be? We'd tell you go own V is in Victor, T is in Tom, VT, right? Because it's one security that holds 8,800 stocks. It's 
pretty diversified. You get it at a very low cost. But if you said, well, I want to spend a little more time, a little more sophistication. Okay. Then you could own our three fund portfolio that's available at Talking Real Money. A little more time. You got to buy that one. You got to buy that one. You got to buy that one. You got to figure out the percentages. If you want to get into it more, if you really want to dive into this, and we have, thank you for those who follow our work, who tell us, oh, I really, I love spending time on this. I find it interesting. Then you could go own Paul Merriman's 10 fund. I think he has 10 funds at Vanguard, Fidelity, and at Schwab. And by the way, we have three funds at the same three families. Right. So that's more time. Mm-hmm. I would expect a return probably be a little bit better because you own a little more small, you got a little more value, et cetera. But one more step. The way we manage money for our clients, we actually use 15 exchange-traded funds, right? So now, And this, we have only recently correct. changed everything over from act, yeah, well, we actual changed mutual everything over, but for Well, but new, we're in the process. Our new portfolios for new, new clients. New portfolios, we're, yeah. We're and, going with ETFs because the costs are lower. And there's some tax yep. advantages. There's a tax advantage, and here's but here's the thing. It's going to be it's just more work. It's a trade off, right, between how much time and energy and and frankly discipline. Because when you hold 15 funds, there's a little bit of selling here, a little bit of buying. It just takes more time and work. Well, and and the other thing, because you mentioned discipline, Tom. The mm-hmm. other thing that's so cr- is when you have those 15 funds. Our tendency is to start looking at our statements and looking at which one is doing. And we say to ourselves, like I've said, which one is doing better? And I don't want to sell the one that is doing better. Yeah, exactly. Um, And that if you don't have that discipline, you're gonna you're not gonna succeed to the extent you will if you stick with the plan. And and so and by the way, when people ask me. What's the one index you should own today? Guess which one I think it is. I'd send them to AVUV because it's U.S. small cap value, which has made 60% for the last so 10 months. dangerous. I know. I agree. But but my mind just says that's the, this is part of the, this the is adrenaline This psychology. Rush. Yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah. Uh, uh, go buy that because you probably don't own it and it's had a great run. Had a great run. If I so, paid any attention to you, I'd have probably have all my money in that, which I don't. And I wish I did because I would be looking brilliant today. Yeah. But the problem is, when do I get it out? Right. Exactly. So, again, to me, first of all, telling people that just owning an index fund is worthless, is it's not worthless. It, to say otherwise is, frankly, ignorant. Number two. To me, the trade-off is how much time and energy you want to put into all this. If you just want to make it simple, 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 which, by the way, no offense, most of you should do because it eliminates that thing Don just mentioned around discipline, which is very, very hard. When one is doing this and the other is doing this, it's really hard to say, I got to sell this one and buy this one, right? The higher and the lower. I'm showing it on the screen here. It's so emotionally difficult. It is. we know, and this. anyone who's been investing for any period of time knows that to be the case. Uh, and, and I want to take it one step farther because you know that S and P five hundred advice I think is just too simple. I think it's I don't think it's all that good because it's a very focused portfolio, and I don't think that's right. I think you're going to get closer to having a portfolio that's right for you, not perfect, but closer if you go with an age based portfolio. If you don't want to do anything, I don't want to do anything. I don't want to hire an advisor. I don't want to do anything. I just want a portfolio that is probably right or close to right for my age. 
And, and that's a and good then, point, by the way, because then you have some bonds, right? If you just own right. DT, it's all stocks, which is hard for most people to take. That, I think that's fair. And again, remember, when you own an age-based target date, whatever name you want to put on it, you primarily own large U.S. firms. Primarily. You have a little mm -hmm. tiny bit of other stuff in there, but not very much. And, and if, if that's okay, it's okay. It's not worthless. It's well, but okay. Vanguard, I know Vanguard uses international in their, um, but it's but still it's, only it's about, about 30% yeah, that's of, about the, right. of the yeah. equities. Yeah, Correct. It's a still a smaller number. But still, and there's a spectrum. The spectrum yep. is mm -hmm. everything from a target date fund for sheer simplicity. Yeah. Not perfect, but sheer simplicity all the way out to hiring a 100% fee-only fiduciary who will build the right portfolio based on evidence and academic research. That is critical, not hunches. And who will keep you from doing dumb things? We know that that's a bigger part of all this than most of you are willing to admit. Oh, that yeah. way. You, you, you may think you have control over your emotions, but you know you don't. And by the way, I've got people, I have an advisor here. So when I get crazy ideas, I go to the advisor here and say, what about that? And he says, no, that's a bad no, idea. You're crazy, man. Stop it. <laughs> go back <laughs> well, to your room, Mr. Adrenaline by, Boy. Exactly. Five-hour energy. No more five-hour <laughs> energy for you. Not before my trading day starts, no. Yeah. <laughs> oh, 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 gosh. <laughs> Give me some more Tesla. <laughs> Exactly. Uh, you want a question? Quick. Yeah. We Quick. got time. Oh, we got time. We oh, got sure. Time. Jeez. He's got some sort of a meeting or something. There's always, isn't there always one? Oh, I, anymore? Yeah. I've got <laughs> meetings today. Another one. I got a meeting tomorrow. I got, I got meetings today. Meetings tomorrow. Why do I have so many meetings? I just want to make stuff. Quit having meetings, corporations. All right. Here you go. <laughs> the message. Don. I know you prefer voice messages, but if you're anything like my wife, you do not want to hear my voice. Aww. Oh, our audience, is getting, our audience is getting funny. I'm kind of feeling <laughs> bad on that one. They, <coughs> excuse me, really man, I didn't know you could up. get smoke here from Washington. <laughs> <sighs> All right, back to the question. Yes. I am 60 years old, have a terrible voice. No, I added that in. <laughs> uh, hoping to retire in five years and have about 45000 in a 457 account from a previous job. After 23 years, I'm finally looking at rolling it into my current 401k, which has better investment options with lower expense ratios. Is there any reason that I'm not aware of that it would make sense for me to leave the money in the 457 account? I appreciate your down-to-earth and common-sense approach to investing. I'm doing my part. To spread your gospel to the younger generation. No, come on. Say gospel with a little more feeling. All right. I am doing my part to spread the gospel of Don and Tom to the younger generation. Keep up the good work. Oh, now that was much better. Thank you. Uh, okay, two parts. Number one, if you want to send us the portfolio, I'll be glad to look at it. I think you still go to 401411. Yes, you can. Send me the portfolio. We'll look at the portfolio. 401411.com. Yeah. Yes. Number two. Um, no, there's no reason not to move it in. Move it in there. Get it done. Get it over. I, there's no, yeah, move it. Have one. By the way, this is something that comes up. We see it all the time. People have all these various accounts. And I used to work for that guy. I got this SEP IRA. I got this little 401k. 
have one pre-tax account, one Roth account, and one post-tax account. That's it. Anything more, who knows what you own? How can you pay attention to all that? No. Clean it up. Okay. That Do you was want an easy them? one. Don't you want... Don't you want to give me like the four paragraph run on? Yeah. Well, how about a two paragraph? <laughs> okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Uh, I'm in my mid thirties. Ooh. Ooh. One of those young people with a high income and a high savings rate, about thirty five percent. Wow. That's great. My risk quiz score is eighty eight. Ooh. And my desired allocation is seventy percent. Mm, Why? Seventy percent U.S. total stock market. Thirty percent international. So uh, so American of you. Well, less American than some Americans. Americans. Yeah. My backdoor Roth IRA, HSA and taxable accounts are in Vanguard funds, although my employer 403B and 457 use TIA, T-I-A-A. My work-sponsored plans have the CREF equity fund with an expense ratio of 0.22 that p- tracks the Russell 3000 and a TIA CREF international equity index with an expense ratio of 0.05? Wow. That's nah, pretty cheap. That doesn't cheapy. sound right. That doesn't sound right. Why would that be up. cheaper than the U.S. equity fund? I that's why I'm going to look them up. I asked my AR department, my AR, my, 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 alternative AR re- my alternative reality department, mm. no, or a- augmented reality department, HR, if they would consider adding VT or VTI. They haven't been willing to add this, but say I can do it through a self-directed option. I've never done the self-directed option, and I'm a little afraid I could make a mistake. What do you think about the above funds, and are they close enough? Thanks. Love the show. Keep up the good work. Let me I look th- up I think that. they're close enough, but I'd, I'd have to really see the expense ratio on the international. I can't, I'd bet that's 50 basis points instead of twenty instead of 7 or whatever it was. Instead of 5 basis five points. Basis. He had it down my as guess 5. Is, yeah, my guess um, is that's 50 but, instead of 5. That would be a very on. inexpensive international equity fund. No, if you use brokerage link and you can access those other funds, that's fine. I don't think yeah, it's no, going to be Yeah, no, he's right. Wow, I don't think it's going to be a major difference, especially if you're getting international equities for only 5 basis points. I don't you're not going to find that a whole lot cheaper anywhere else. So I I'd, I'd stick with the uh, TIA there. By the way, a little warning about TIA, because this just came up in the financial media, that when you get close to retirement, they, and I hope they're doing this less, but they have put people in place to move you from your retirement plan to one of their portfolios, which are generally more expensive than the portfolio you're in, in your 401k. And they just paid a huge fine because they incentivize their advisors, I'm using air quotes here, to move people to the more expensive product, even though they knew they had one that was less expensive. So be warned. Yeah, the the, the CREF equity index he's talking about is a... Um is a an institutional share you can't get it oh okay um, and um the it looks to me though like his he's saying 0.22 and uh Kreff is showing a nine basis point 12b1 for fee and a three basis point management fee so that's 12 basis points yeah 12 basis points wow so these are both cheap yeah, I no, wouldn't I mean, mess around. Could, I just leave just, them. They're indexes. Fine. Okay, but then let me, let's finish with the discussion around your U.S.-centric portfolio. I yeah, get it. Good. You live in mm-hmm. the United States, probably have a bias, think we're a better country than the other 
180 or whatever number they're Wait a minute, aren't we? We'd like to think so. They'd like like to think think they are. Yeah, I mean, so. uh, But here's the thing. Number one, when you look at the world, about half of the market capitalization, the value of companies is here. About Mm -hmm. half is outside. That's Mm -hmm. one. Number two, over the long haul, global diversification has meant a little more return, but less volatility. Number three. There are periods of time, and Don, you've done a nice job documenting these, where the U.S. market stinks. And I know that hasn't been the case the last, really since the Great Recession, U.S. market's been better. But the period of time before that, being internationally invested, way better. We have such short memories. It was only 11 years ago that we ended a period in which the U.S. Equity market lost money for 10 solid years. We forgot. Yeah. So I wouldn't do that. I would balance between the two. I just think it makes more sense. By the way, the other thing you get is currency diversification. As you know, there's sometimes U.S. dollar doing well, blah, blah, blah. All those reasons I think make sense to balance it, but it's your money. I'm Congratulations on saving a third of your income, too. That is Truly yeah, he remarkable. is a good saver. He That's is a awesome. very good saver. So you're probably going to be good shape no matter what. But right, right. But but the argument I think is is sound. You know, keep it closer to fifty fifty because it's too hard to get it exactly right. I mean, there oh, are periods yeah. when the international market has been fifty one percent. We've been forty nine, or we've been fifty. I think currently we're like fifty seven. Uh, last I saw was fifty five, but I'll fifty five to forty five. Yeah. So. When you go 50-50, the other thing about going 50-50 is that the U.S. market has been hot, hot, hot. Has been. Yeah. So you're if buying you after 50, it's gone 50, up. If you, if you go 50-50, yeah. you're actually being a bit of a contrarian investor and saying, you know, since they've been 50-50 for so long, maybe they're going to get a little closer to that 50-50 and you get a bigger bang down the road, maybe, from the internationals. Maybe. I think you're buying high and, you know, you're just you're, you're chasing what's been the better return. Yeah. For so, the last ten years or so, so good advice, Thomas. No, I think that I think congratulations on being a great saver and being thoughtful about your retirement. That's terrific. And of course, goes without saying, but we're going to say it anyway for listening to our program. Oh, that makes that. you that that puts you in the top five percent of intelligence oh, in America. Wait, top one, come on, top, one percent. Right. Yeah, well, maybe it's the top point one percent. Zero when you one? look at our numbers, because what do we get? Like like three to four thousand downloads a day. Yeah. So um, wow, you may be in the top. I don't even know what the number is. It's too big for me to calculate. All right, thank you. Thanks for being there. Remember, you can call us anytime at eight five five nine three five talk and leave your questions, or you can send them in at talkingrealmoney.com on the contact form. Uh, if, by the way, you need bigger help, like. We were, we've talked about how you get this, little this, little of that, little of this. And eventually, if you keep getting a little of this and a little of that, you're going to end up with a hodgepodge. Hodgepodgery is not a portfolio. It is the antithesis of a portfolio. You have hodgepodgery, get a portfolio, let us help you. Even if you want to do it on your own, we're not going to charge anything. We're not going to press you with a sales pitch. Just go to Vestory.com. That's our firm. And I promise, 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 you'll get some help, and it won't cost anything, and you won't get pitched. And you might be a lot better off. And I'm pretty sure you'll you'll enjoy the experience. It's 
painless. Just go to vestry.com, set up an appointment using the appointment form on the website, and uh, tell a friend or a thousand about talking real money. Keep listening. Take care. I'm Don. That's Tom. We just hang out all the time. All we do is sit around talking real money. Talking real money. We hope you realize that the information provided on Talking Real Money is for educational and hopefully enjoyable purposes only. Providing personalized financial planning or investing advice takes time, so please consult with a really good fee-only fiduciary investment, tax, or legal advisor. We know a good one. Investing must always involve risk. In other words, you can and probably will lose money at times. Also, as much as you want it, no one can accurately, consistently predict the future. So, past performance doesn't tell you a darn thing about what the future will bring. Unlike many other programs that say something similar, Talking Real Money is not trying to get you to buy or sell any financial products or securities. Instead, the program is provided as a public service by Vestry, a fee-only registered investment advisor. Thanks for listening, and please visit TalkingRealMoney.com for more information and disclosures. Are we done now?